In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom. In the beginning, Genesis 2 is about redemption through the power of the blood of the Lamb and the power of the resurrection. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. From all eternity, the Word was with God. Now this is the Word that becomes flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and was called Jesus. But he was in the beginning with God, and the Word was God. Let me just read that again. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Oh yes, God, the Word, was with the Father from all eternity. Oh God, the Son, was with the Father from all eternity. Oh yes, and before eternity. He's always been and will always be. Let me continue. All things came into being through him. The mountains came into being through him. He spoke them into existence. The oceans came into being through him. He spoke them into existence. The valleys came to be in him. He spoke them into existence. Let me tell you, you became because he spoke you into existence in your mother's womb. Oh yes, you became because he spoke you into existence in your mother's womb. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness could not overcome it. Oh yes, he is the light that shines in the darkness. How we need him during these days that are so dark physically as well as spiritually. Oh yes, how we need the light, how we need the light of God, who is the Word of God, who became flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and was brought forth on Christmas. Oh yes, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. This is John the Baptist. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. Why does John say that? Because in the early times, people were thinking that the Baptist was the Messiah. And John makes it very clear he himself came to witness and testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came 
to testify to the light. He came to testify to Jesus Christ. The true light, which enlightens every man, was coming into the world. The true light that enlightens every man, every person, was coming into the world. The true light. Does that light live in you? Is that light who is Jesus living in you today? Have you surrendered your life to him? I surrender all to you, Lord. I surrender all to you, Lord. I surrender all to you, Lord. He came in the world, and the world came into being through him. When I think of the world and I think of the globe, what a miracle that is, that right now in the winter, the days are getting longer. It's tilting toward the North Pole. Oh, yes, the days are getting longer. Very, very f much, not very much, but they are getting longer. And then on the 22nd of June or the 23rd of June, the days will be getting shorter. God spoke the world into existence. This world could not have existed without God speaking it into existence. God spoke you into existence. Why? So that you might know him, and you might love him, and you might serve him. Yes. The true light which enlightens every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. It's still that way. The world does not know Jesus, it does not know the Word, does not know that which was from the beginning with the Father and before the beginning. Oh, yes. He came into what was his own, his own Jewish people, and his own people did not accept him. What about you? Have you given your life to Jesus? Have you gone to the cross and got forgiveness for your sins? Have you gone to confession and got forgiveness for your sins? That's very important. I was speaking with someone today who said that she needed to go to confession again. She said, but the priest doesn't preach Jesus. It's still the priest, and he still represents Christ, and he still represents the church. He has the right, by God's grace, to give you absolution. That's real. You don't have to be holy to give you absolution. You don't have to be holy to celebrate the Eucharist. Unfortunately, we are called to be holy. And holiness comes from being with Jesus, being near Jesus, being about Jesus. Let me continue. He came to his own people, and his own people did not receive him. We remember in John, uh, Luke 4, they wanted to throw Jesus over the brow of the hill, but he walked through them. His own people did not receive him. And you know what? There are many Catholics that have no idea about Jesus. 
they, they know more about Mickey Mouse than they know about Jesus. And that's very sad. Oh yes, they've been on pilgrimage to Disney World, but they don't know about pilgrimage to the cross where their sins have been forgiven. It's so unfortunate and it's so sad. Maybe you're one of them and God wants you to surrender your life to Jesus. How do I do it? I'll tell you how. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive my sins. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Be everything for me. I believe you died for my sins, and I believe you rose from the dead. Forgive my sins. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I remember the young man that was listening to me in the car for the first time, and I invited him, I invited everyone, not only him, invited everyone to the espousal retreat house many years ago, and he came and wept and was transformed by the presence of God. Hallelujah. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, what's his name? His name is Jesus. He gave the power to become children of God. Are you a child of God? Do you have the DNA of God living in you? If you are a child of God, you have the DNA of God living in you. Now everyone says, but everyone's a child of God. No, no, no. Everyone's a creature of God. It takes faith and baptism to make us children of God. Faith and baptism. Not only baptism, but faith and baptism. Let's continue. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but were born of God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. When did that happen? In the womb of the Virgin Mary. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. In the womb of Mary, brought forth at Christmas, and his name is Jesus, given to Mary and Joseph by the angel. Which angel? Gabriel. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's only Son. He is the Father's only Son. We become sons and daughters in him through adoption in his blood, through faith and baptism. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said he was to come after me and ranks ahead of me 
because he was before me. Well, Jesus was born six months after John. But John says he ranks ahead of me because he was before me, because the word was from all eternity, and the word was given a name in the womb of the Virgin Mary, and his name is Jesus. From his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. From his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. I lost my place. From his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses, of course, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. If you are a believer today, it's because of the grace of God. If you are not a believer today, God's grace wants to make you a son or a daughter of God by surrendering your life to Jesus. The law indeed was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, the Word, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. Made him known. How many people know him today? Oh, there is a preaching shortage of Jesus. People don't know Jesus today. Not many know him. You want to know why? He's not preached. He's not preached. And if you really want to know why, we were taught about the 18th century theologians who did not believe in the Word made flesh that was God and man. And that's what we were taught in the seminary. Of course, the preachers would be weak because what we were taught, there are no miracles. Yet we see miracles every day by the grace of God. There was no power of the Spirit, yet we see power of the Spirit every day by the grace of God. Oh, yes. It's very sad that the preaching mission of the church has been watered down, watered down. We do not water down Jesus. We do not water down his birth. We do not water down his death for our salvation. We do not water down his blood. We do not water down his resurrection. We do not water down Jesus. We want to proclaim him to the world. Let's continue. I'm going to go now. I'm going to go to John's letter, first letter. Let me see if I could get it. Here it is. The first letter of John. We declare to you what was from the beginning. What was from the beginning? The Word. From the beginning and before the beginning. Oh, yes. What we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked upon and touched with our hands, this Word that became flesh 
We have seen him with our eyes. We have heard him with our ears. We have touched him with our hands. He's not a ghost. He's the word made flesh. He's Jesus Christ. That we have looked upon and touched with our hands. He's not a ghost. He has flesh and blood. Now he's resurrected concerning the word of life. This life was revealed and we have seen it and testify to it and declare to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was revealed to us. Eternal life comes through Jesus Christ. Jesus said, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you do not have eternal life. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. How we need to go to the Eucharist, how we need to hear the word of God, how we need to hear Jesus preached. That's what we've done on in season and out of season by the grace of the living God for 43 years. And you know what? The message is the same. The preaching is the same. The power is the same. The Holy Spirit is the same. He convicts people of sin, and he tells people, you give your life to Jesus, because he is the one from the beginning and before the beginning, as word become flesh in the womb of the Virgin Mary and brought forth at Christmas. We declare to you what we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. So to have fellowship not only with Jesus, but with the community. So many people have told me, my community, they don't even know my name. I've been coming for seven years. No one has ever said hello to me. How sad that is. How sad the ones that Jesus died for, we just don't greet them. At St. John the Baptist in Quincy, we call people by name in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. I do not know all the names yet, but I'm getting to know some, and I knew more this year than last year. This is the message heard from the beginning, and we proclaim it to you. What is the message? That God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. God is light. Christ is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. Christ is God. Jesus is both flesh and God. Oh, yes, he's both man and God, true God and true man. That light we proclaim to you, that light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him while we are walking in sin 
or darkness. We lie and do not do what is true. But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, he's not in the light, he is the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Do you know that, that the blood of Jesus cleanses you from sin? When you go to confession, you're under the blood. Catherine of Siena would tell us, every time I go to confession, I'm under the blood. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Right now, go to the cross and ask Jesus to come into your life and to cleanse you from sin. Then go to confession. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he who is faithful and just will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. We might not know our sins, but all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There is no one who has not sinned. All of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All of us need a Savior, and that Savior it was announced at his birth. For unto you, shepherds, is made known the Son of God, who is the Savior of the world. Do you know that today? There is only one Savior, and it's the Lord Jesus Christ. There is only one higher power, that's God, that's the Trinity. And for us, the second person became human in the womb of the Virgin Mary and brought forth at Christmas. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women.
Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word was made flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I want to end by saying, Jesus Christ loves you. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.